over the time that this group has been meeting, uh, we've talked a lot about working with emotions and how to work skillfully with emotions. Usually when we talk about working with emotions, of course, what we mean is uh, learning to be mindful of those times when we're holding on, when we're clinging, when we're caught in some kind of an emotional state. And, if it's related to what we've been going through in the world over the last year, two years now, uh, what we're going through in our lives. Uh, we've talked about uh, very simple practice. Uh, and, you know, in many ways, uh, the simple practices that we work with during the course of our days are uh, the heart of our practice. So uh, this very simple practice that we've talked about in terms of working with emotions that I've uh, given the acronym ABC, Awareness, Breath, Compassion. So uh, the first uh, movement, if you will, in this practice is as we're going through the course of our days. And here we're talking about, you know, as we're going through our life. I mean, it certainly pertains to the meditation as well, but really we're talking about a practice uh, of awareness, of mindfulness for working with emotions as we go through our days. Uh, as we're going through our days, uh, when we become involved in an emotional state, caught in an emotional state, we're holding on. If it's, if it's worry or disappointment or uh, anxiety, Right? Anxiety, we feel a lot of anxiety these days, I know that I do. Uh, if I feel uh, a movement of anxiety, uh, then I want to uh, work with that skillfully. And the first movement in that process is to bring awareness to it, right? So uh, this is the A in the ABC, to bring awareness to the anxiety. Uh, so, you know, that's a, a process of, of feeling it in the body as a felt sense, maybe labeling it. Okay, there's anxiety. A couple of seconds, and then to the breath, right? So it's just a process, a very simple process of just bringing awareness to the experience. When we bring awareness to the experience, we change our relationship to the experience. If there's enough space... Uh, you know, and space is a function of equanimity, which we're trying to develop in our practice and maintain throughout the day, then, you know, wisdom becomes activated as well. And we understand the emotion in a way uh, that the mind can't understand it. There's that quality of intuitive awareness, if you will, uh, that some of the Thai teachers talk about. So we bring awareness to the uh, emotional state as a felt sense in the body. You know, for me, you know, that would be Okay, there's anxiety, and then to the breath. So that's not even five seconds, right? So the breath enables us to sort of maintain that spacious relationship and a quality of ease and well-being. And then the C is compassion. To incline to compassion for ourselves, given we've been caught in this emotional state, given that we're clinging, we're holding on, given that there is quote-unquote suffering. Uh, often we forget the C in the equation. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about the C in the acronym. You know, and this came up several times over the past week in talking to students. 
and talking about ABC, you know, and, and, and a few people said to me, you know, I always forget the C part. I always forget the compassion, you know. I mean, typically we forget the A a lot also, and the B, uh, but we really tend to just drop the C, right? So it's AB, but the acronym is ABC, and the C is such an important part of the process, right? It's such, such an important part of the process of healing. Uh, so, uh, so today I want to kind of talk about the C part of the acronym. I want to talk a little bit about compassion and offer an encouragement uh, to work with this element of uh, the practice of mindfulness of the emotions. And again, this is, uh, uh, you know, in real time practice. This is an in real time practice. Uh, you know, I, I even, I mean, we did a little bit of loving kindness at the, at the end of the meditation uh, today, uh, and I was like, well, I should do some compassion practice. I'm going to talk about compassion, but I really want to, uh, I really want to, and you know, compassion practice is really useful. Loving kindness practice is really useful to help us learn to develop a connection to the heart and understand what these qualities of the heart are. But I really want to uh, drive home the idea, and this is kind of why I didn't want to necessarily do a guided compassion practice because I really want to drive home the idea that this is something that really needs to be done in real time during the course of the day when you are suffering. So when there is the A, when there's the emotion that you're asked to be aware of it because you're holding on to it, uh, that's the time to develop compassion. That's the time to develop compassion. I mean, the formal compassion practice is great, etc., etc. But ultimately, you know, compassion is a quality uh, that is going to lead to freedom from suffering. When you're aware of it in connection with experience of suffering in real time, so uh, so uh, we tend to compartmentalize things, right? So uh, I really want to emphasize that uh, this is something we have to do in real time. We have to do it in real time. I mean, the acronym sort of gives you that little uh, 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 scenario for doing that, but not to drop the C, uh, to cultivate compassion when there's an emotion that we're caught in. So uh, it's important, of course, to understand what the Buddha's definition, it's really what the Buddha's understanding of compassion is, uh, or what the Buddha understood about the heart and understood about compassion. Uh, compassion is the way the heart responds to suffering. It's the way the heart responds to clinging. It's the way the heart responds to a, a mental or emotional state like anxiety or disappointment or fear or worry, you know, fill in the blank of, you know, the emotional states that you're, you know, that you're clinging to these days. It's the way the heart responds when we're holding on to these emotional states. Uh, if it's we're holding on to them when we're really suffering with a lot of anxiety, or even if it's a subtle anxiety or disappointment or worry or fear or anger or aversion or desire or whatever it is, the heart will respond uh, with compassion. But we have to you know, create the conditions so that we can allow the heart to respond, right? So we tend to 
not give the heart the opportunity to respond to uh, these experiences. So in you know, developing compassion, that's what uh, you know, we're doing, is we're giving the heart an opportunity to respond in the way that the heart will respond. So in developing compassion, you know, the first movement in developing compassion is to see that there's suffering, is to see that there's suffering and identify suffering as suffering. So uh, if we are bringing awareness to an emotion that we're holding on to, like anxiety, uh, to be aware of that, to feel it in the body, to have some space, and to recognize that there is suffering, that there is suffering. So it's a perception, right? It's one of the great noble, skillful perceptions that we're asked to have. Uh, there is suffering. There is suffering here. Uh, so when we're experiencing that emotion to, to be able to bring awareness to it, to be able to have a center, and to be able to identify it as suffering. Uh, there is suffering that I'm experiencing. So, you know, when in developing compassion, there's recognizing that there is suffering that we're experiencing, being able to identify it as suffering. There's a quality of space, right? So it's not like I'm suffering, it's their suffering. You know, if, even if you read the texts, it's in quotes in the text, but you know, what the Buddha models in terms of our, the way that we perceive our experience is there is suffering, not even I am suffering, but there is suffering. So there's a quality of space, right? So you know, there's a quality of being an observer, right? Uh, so, uh, so uh, uh, you know, the awareness is kind of putting us in position, if you will, to be an observer. We ground ourselves in the breath. There's enough space there uh, where we're able to see suffering as suffering, and then we can incline to the heart. We can incline to the heart. Now, our, our, our habit, our habit, the key word here is habit, is not to incline to the heart, right? So, uh, you know, our habit is maybe, even if we recognize that we're caught in something, is to uh, want to think about it, or why is this happening, or what's a solution, or something or other, not to incline to the heart. So, uh, so we have, we're developing this habit, you know. So, uh, you know, the practice of ABC, you know, is like we're learning to develop a habit, you know, and that's kind of like what we talked about when I talked to these students about, you know, not developing compassion when looking at suffering. Uh, it's just not our habit, you know, it's just not our habit. So we need to develop that habit of of perceiving our suffering as suffering and inclining to the heart. And how do you develop that habit? And we talk about this all the time. You develop that habit through fabrication. So, uh, you know, our habit of mind is not to cultivate suffering. We're training ourselves to cultivate, it is to cultivate suffering. Our habit of mind is not to cultivate compassion. So we have to train ourselves to cultivate compassion. The way you train yourself to do anything in this practice is through fabrication, just like you train yourself to be uh, to develop concentration by saying, "Stay with the breath, stay with the breath." What does the breath feel like, etc.? You train yourself to have compassion for yourself by using fabrication, which means that, all right, I see that I'm holding on to this anxiety or this worry or this disappointment or this anger. I can observe that, 
and you use fabrication. Can I have compassion for myself? Let me feel compassion for myself. I have a wish to be free from suffering. You're guiding your attention to that intention to have compassion for yourself, and that aligns you with the heart. So as Tanisara Bhikkhu says, we use the head to connect to the heart. And then the second part of that process of inclining to compassion is to being able to feel it. But it all has to start with the fabrication, right? So the process is as you go through your day, oh, I'm feeling anxiety, okay, I'm worried about what I just saw on the internet, which you probably would be better off turning off the internet. But uh, uh, So I'm worried about what I just read on the internet, I'm feeling this feeling of worry, all right, let me bring attention to it. Uh, let me have compassion for myself for, for the way that I'm holding on to these feelings of worry. Okay, And maybe I can feel that quality of compassion. So, you know, when we're developing compassion, I mean, this, is, this may be a little bit of like a refined point, but what we're developing compassion for is our suffering. So it's the way that we're holding on to worry, you know? So, so you know, it's, 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 it's something very specific that's happening in real time that, uh, that uh, we are learning to relate to and have compassion, uh, in turn to have compassion and cultivate compassion when we experience essentially what we're doing, holding on to a certain emotion in real time. So, uh, so, so that's different, right? So that's different, and I'll use a different example than, than the pandemic. You know, let's say you have a relative who's giving you a hard time about something, right? And you are angry, all right? Really simple thing, right? Our tendency might be to say, well, I'm gonna have compassion for myself because that person is giving me a hard time right? That's okay. But really the most skillful and effective way to cultivate compassion and the way that's really going to be bring about healing is not to say, let me have compassion for myself because that person is giving me a hard time. It's seeing that you're angry, that you're holding on to feelings of anger and have compassion for that. So your compassion is in response to the way that you're holding on to those feelings of aversion and anger. You see the difference there? You see the difference there? This is like so important. I mean, it's, for some of you, it may, like, what's he talking about, you know? Uh, but start to kind of reflect a little bit on that and start to see what I, you know, start to kind of play with it that way because that's when things are gonna, that's when, that's when compassion is really gonna start to develop. You're having compassion for what you're feeling and the way that you're holding on to these feelings of anger, worry, sadness, whatever it is. So our tendency, of course, is, you know, I'm suffering because of the other person. I'm suffering because of the pandemic. I'm suffering because I'm getting old. I'm suffering because I'm sick, whatever it is. Now, we're suffering because we're holding on to these emotions. We're suffering because we're holding on to aversion. We're holding on to desire. So that's what we're asked to do. That's A, right? 
I mean, we really don't question that when we talk about A, right? Awareness, let me bring awareness to the anger. Let me bring awareness to the worry. Let me bring awareness to the fear. Let me bring awareness to the sadness, the disappointment. Let me have a little space. Let me incline to compassion in light of the way that I'm suffering by holding on to the anger, the fear, the worry, the sadness. Now, our capacity to do any of this depends on equanimity, right? Depends on equanimity, which means it depends on being grounded enough and centered enough as we go through our days so that there's always a little bit of space, right? There's a little bit of space. So, you know, equanimity comes through concentration practice, through breath meditation. You know, that's the way the Buddha taught it. Develop equanimity through breath meditation and then maintain that throughout the course of your day. That's what we call natural meditation. So you have enough space so that you can apply the skill. So the skill that I'm going through of ABC, the skill that I'm going through of how to develop compassion requires that there's some space as you go throughout the course of the day. Because what we're asked to do, of course, is apply the skill of developing compassion in real time when you're suffering. But not only to be able to apply it in real time when you're suffering, to be able to apply it in real time when you're suffering, but have some equanimity, some space from that suffering. Okay, there's some equanimity and some space from that suffering. Then we can do ABC in real time. We can bring awareness to an emotional state, have a felt sense of it for two or three seconds. I mean, you know, after two or three seconds, you know, you're going to lose that space. Go to the breath to stabilize yourself, maintain your center, and then have the skillful perception that there is suffering. Let me have compassion for myself. Cultivate compassion. There is suffering. Let me have compassion for myself. Can I have compassion for myself? Incline the mind to compassion using fabrication. Use the head to connect to the heart. And then if you can feel that in the heart, feel that in the heart. So fabrication, you're using the fabrication of, uh, okay, there is suffering. So the, the fabrication here has the words we're using, because that's the mental training, right? I mean, you have to find your own words, but the words that you're using are, is there is suffering in this moment when I'm angry about what my relative said to me, you know? There is suffering, you know, in this worry that I have about what I just saw on the internet. Uh, so the fabrication includes acknowledging that there's suffering, that skillful uh, perception, and then using the fabrication, which is just thinking, to, to guide yourself to a skillful response to that, you know, which is compassion. So can I have compassion for myself? You know, can I be connected with my wish to be free from suffering? Or I have a wish to be free from suffering. Now, the fabrication is, is a means to an end, right? You know, but, but without that, you're not going to get to the end. I mean, the end is what's, is the heart. But the fabrication inclines us, the words that we use in that moment when we're experiencing the anger or the sadness or the worry, inclines us to what's in the heart inclines us to the, the truth of the heart. The compassion for yourself is in your heart. You know, you've already got compassion in the heart. You know? 
Compassion is not a concept. It's not something that you, that you develop, that you build. You've already got it. What you're learning to do, what do is to develop a skill so that you can connect to it, so that you can live up to your human potential. Your human potential is found in what's in the heart, in the wisdom in the heart, in the love, in the compassion, in the joy that's in the heart. We're just not using our potential because we're not aligned with it. So we use the fabrication to align to our potential. In this case, our great potential is in the wisdom that we gain by bringing awareness and the compassion that's in the heart, and that's what will free us from suffering. That's what will free us from suffering. So this is what the Buddha understood. The Buddha wanted to find, if he could find you know, happiness in this life. Uh, what he found was this quality of compassion in the heart. You know, that's part of the truth of the heart. So it's not something that the Buddha made up. It's something that the Buddha set out to discover and he found. Or he wanted to see what he could find. You know, uh, He didn't make up compassion. It's not a concept. He found it in the heart and he found that the application of wisdom and compassion which led to true happiness in this life. So he understood the truth of the heart uh, through his experience that the heart responds to suffering with compassion and that there's great power and great strength in compassion. It's the power and the strength to heal. And then since the time of the Buddha, others have discovered that as well. But it's up to us to discover that and to learn to develop that skill. And we do that through experience and we do it through experience and that this is the hard thing, you know, I mean, the hard thing about all of this is it's in real time looking at your suffering, yeah. in real time. That's why we meditate, to put ourselves in position for that ultimately, so that in real time we can say we have enough composure, equanimity to say, okay, there's anger, there's sadness, there's worry. I can feel that for a moment. I can bring awareness to it. I can center myself and I can incline to compassion. Can I feel compassion for myself? Can I have compassion for myself? And use that fabrication to guide us to what's in the heart, guide you to your greatest strength, which is in the heart. So through compassion, we're healed. I mean, in and of itself, if you feel compassion, uh, there's happiness. You know, if you're able to connect to the heart and the quality of compassion that's in the heart, we know happiness of heart. There's a quality of ease. There's a quality of peace. The Buddha was very clear about that. In fact, in the notes, there's a little passage from that he said, he said, don't ever say that if you're feeling loving kindness or compassion or any of these qualities of the heart, that they're suffering. In that moment, when you feel compassion, suffering is alleviated. So just connecting to the heart and connecting to the quality of compassion in and of itself you know, is extraordinarily beneficial. And then, of course, compassion is what empowers letting go. Compassion is what empowers letting go. So out of compassion, we let go. But that's not out of an idea of compassion. You know, it's the compassion in the heart is what lets go. 
you know, when there's that anxiety or that worry, you know, if it's blatant or subtle, if it's that fear that you're feeling or what you read on the internet or what's happening with the pandemic or what your relative said, you know, uh, what's going to enable you ultimately to let go of those mental states and to let them be is compassion, you know. You know, we let go motivated by compassion, but this is the compassion that's in the heart, you know, that wish that we have to be free from suffering. So it's the heart that lets go. The heart lets go. The mind can't let go. You know, we try to figure out all these things. You know, we're using the mind to get us to the heart, and the heart will let go. And now that may seem like an abstract concept to us, but the only way you can begin to understand it is by putting it into practice. So we learn to connect to the heart. This acronym is a perfect scenario, again, for learning to connect to the heart. Be aware of when you're holding on to an emotion, center yourself, and start to cultivate compassion. So we learn to relate to our experience from the heart. So if there's awareness, there's some wisdom there, if there's some space, and there's compassion, we learn to relate to our experience from the heart, and we learn to trust the heart, that the heart will enable us to let go. The heart will let go. The heart will let go. The heart will see us through. We say that all the time, right? The heart will see you through. But you have to have faith in the heart. And that's part of the reason why we don't cultivate compassion in the way that I'm talking about, because you don't understand, I'm suffering, I gotta do something about it. You know, the operative word there being I. I have to do something about my suffering. Well, what you have to do is learn to connect to that which you have inside of yourself that will free you. So little by slowly, we learn to do that. And it's little by slowly, right? It's a moment of ABC. It's an ABC. All right, let me bring awareness. Dubinin said, I don't have to do anything but be aware. Okay, I don't believe it, but let me try it. All right, I'm feeling anxiety. All right, let me be aware. Go to the breath, incline to compassion. See that holding on to that anxiety, suffering. Incline to compassion. Can I feel compassion? Can I have compassion? Oh, I feel a little bit of that. And nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I don't, I, I, you know, little by slowly, moment by moment, day by day, you know, you learn to connect more and more to the heart, to the quality of compassion. More and more, we let go. You know, so it's a very practical teaching, right? It's a very practical teaching. The Buddhist teaching is, is highly practical. It's about looking at your experience and learn to relate to your experience in a different way. You know, the way that we do that is bring awareness to our experience with some space and learn to relate to it with the heart. 